Contact Apollo today for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. Apollo was rated number one again last year and has been delivering the best customer service in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Visit callapollo.com and schedule your appointment today. Crisco Desert right after hours. Every day they bring the laughs. Crisco Desert right after hours. It's time for the podcast. What a pleasant surprise. Just had um, a guy from ABC News just show up in the studio. Crisco went to retrieve him like Christmas vacation style. (laughs) Thank you for doing a Cousin Eddie on me. You're so welcome. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I went went down to go get something from our little cafeteria. And Uh as I'm coming back up, I see him. I go, you cannot leave this building yet. And he's like halfway to his car. I'm like, no, no, no. Follow me. Yep. So he drags Gio Benitez uh, into the studio to meet me. And Gio's like, what am I doing here? What's going? What is this? What's going on? Chris goes like, ha You've got to meet my friend. My friend is a huge fan. And I remember I met you before. Remember? At the awards, we have a picture. You made a video for my friend. And then he's like, just stop talking and I will follow you anywhere. Super sad. That's Des talking from the non-VIP area where she didn't get to meet Gio. Um, That's fine. I just chatted with him. I didn't bring him back because I know how Ryan is. He doesn't (laughs) really like to meet people. But he did like this. That was the best surprise. But I did get a chance to talk to him and shake his hand and say that he was an amazing host at our thing. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I said, you remember my friend Grisco. So that's hilarious. (laughs) Within like 30 seconds, I went one direction and Chris goes like hey you remember me Chris go right you're gay and my friend thinks you're hot he and, wants to meet you wait, he's gay too and you guys are both married you guys are like you'll be best friends how did you turn around such a nice thing all I did was try to care for my friends and you turned it around on me now I'm the freaking Uncle Eddie cousin Eddie cousin guy. Eddie I'm there going hey get in here I just gotta show you my friend I'm sorry I saw so- an opportunity and I struck you did thank you it was lovely to have met him, I was so caught off guard. I'm like, oh God, it's Geo. Well, there's nobody in this building, and I can speak for all of us that looks that good. No. So the shock on Ryan's face yeah. when the door opened, he goes, What? Who is oh my god? Yeah. It was worth all this. He's a plaque. he's a stunner in person. And wow. He's so nice. Well, I've always said I think he's the nicest person on ABC News. Um, him and Whit Johnson. I, I think Gio's the nicest guy, and he lives up to it. What yeah. a what a gem of a dude! And then gets to cover Minnesota on Good Morning America today. That was cool. He was live at Target Field, and yeah, he did a great job. What a cool job! Hey, today you're going to be in Minnesota try, uh, trying all the foods at their stadium, and then we're going to send you to another stadium tomorrow to try all the foods there. Yeah, and we'll do that just throughout the summer. That would be a fun job. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you don't want to have a photo with him. Let me see, let me see. Because, boy, does he highlight how gross you look. Stop it. (laughs) Let me see. I took this. So do you want a photo with Gio Benitez, a man who spends every day in the gym ripped? Mm -hmm. I mean, his his biceps are bursting out of his shirt. I noticed that as well. He's very tiny. Mm -hmm. I gave him a hug. I don't think he wanted a hug. Why you went in there? You're not a hugger. What happened to you? I just went. Oh my God, Gio, come here! And you like held him. I, I held him, and he was very tiny in <laughs> like my arms. Mission. It was weird. Is that why he was shouting abort mission, abort mission? And then you take oh a photo God. with a TV person uh, who's dolled up, gorgeous, yes. ripped, and then I clearly work in radio. Let me see. Come on. It's like, and there it is. No, you look. Like this. Oh my God. 
I look like a monster. You looked like you should have been like a little bit behind him. And you maybe should have had your arm out showing your muscle too, because he. It looks like he is flexing that arm. Hey, like, hey. Let me show you his bicep in the photo. Holy, you can even see a vein. The That's... good news is they would never know that he was the celebrity in it. They thought you met Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you're on the set of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh my, you look at look that. nice. Oh, it just, yeah. nobody's going to look good yeah, like yeah. with oh, that. He's beautiful. God. I wanted to ask for a selfie, but then I realized what I look like right now. And I'm like, nope. I nope. I'll, I will so do nothing. So you see it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do, Ryan. I see so it every day. I probably oh. overstepped, uh. and I'm sure he's dying inside um, in regret. But. You did not overstep. Did you hear? He held him. <laughs> oh, he did. So I don't <laughs> think I. But I kind of now understand why you don't ever want to meet the people you. Want. <laughs> you so might like, be awkward and hold them. Yeah, no. Don Shelby's not prepared for you to go. <laughs> Oh my God, I listened to you as a young boy. Give him a little kiss on the cheek. <laughs> did Instead you just rock Don Shelby to sleep? I did. Yeah. Instead of saying, I'm such a big fan, you, you say, you're such a big fan of me. Oh, man. Thanks, Des. Oh, God, no, I love I, it. I'm still happy I did it. Yeah. No, me I'm too. glad too. That was sweet. <laughs> you could just crop and have just your heads in the picture. But the worst part is when he, he went to... I, I saw this out of the corner of my <laughs> eye. I said, oh, are you enjoying your time here in the Twin Cities? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't I don't get a lot of time here. It's kind of a fly in, fly out. But it's it's been a lot of fun. And he went to do the knocks, and I didn't see it. <laughs> so he had knocks up, and I completely looked away at someone he, else to ask a question. You left him hanging? So then his knocks just went down. <laughs> oh. Then at the very end, he oh went to God. say, this has been great. Good to meet you. And he went to offer his hand, and I didn't fully connect <laughs> with his hand. And so I basically... Basically, crunched his fingers together and shook him like this, oh like he's God. got a claw. <laughs> you know what? Oh my God! Uh, I'm oh. sweating right now. Yeah, you are. How stupid oh am I? God. Don't regret God. bringing him in here. But God, was that funny? <laughs> so I shook his fingers. Oh my God! Did that man just shake my fingers? I and did. Unnucks me. Yeah. <laughs> and then hold me like a baby. <laughs> I patted him on the head. Good, Gio. Why would you ever? You are so not a hugger. I know. Why, was it right when he walked in? You couldn't help but to embrace him? Just like, come to me. The only weird part was in the hug, all you could hear is. <laughs> he yeah. smells so good. He smells rich and hot and from Miami. Oh, oh God. Yeah, that was good. This made my whole day. Yeah, I'm so glad for you. Oh. I did. I I said hi, and he put his hand out, and I shook it, and it was like this weird little wimpy shake, and I didn't know what to do either because I was like, do I just squish his hand? Oh. Like I feel like it was awkward. He has a small hand, right? Yeah, real small. What did you guys I do? couldn't fit my hand over his hand. I just clutched his fingers. And here's the deal: I could. <laughs> I have a tiny hand. I literally shook his hand completely, perfectly oh. fine. Oh. Shoot, it's must have been awkward too. I was like, oh, you know, I saw you at the hi, and I never even said my name, and I. Put my hand out and shook it, and then I walked away. And our coworker Joe goes, "Well, that's Des." <laughs> I love that everybody pretends that they remember oh him yeah. from that event. Like he's gonna remember any details. We're like, "You remember the banquet from like a month ago?" Of course. Yeah. Right. Right. You know the one with the. I've only been animals. to Ukraine and back, but yeah, I remember that dumb radio event. <laughs> he's oh. like, cool, "Cool, yeah, the, the dog oh. story. Got it. Yeah." <laughs> That's it. That's it. But, but I passed him walking out, and he goes, your studio's so nice. <laughs> like, 
Huh? He was trying anything to get out. He's like, oh, is anybody feeling faint? Anybody else? Oh, I should get to my car. Oh, God. My super hot husband's calling me. I should go. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you were the nervous, overweight guy reading uh, about a dog, right? <laughs> Sweating and profusely looking left and right. How could I ever forget you? We were going to do an ABC special on you. They do exist, was the title of it, but it got rejected. He's like, I for sure remember him. The little blonde, I don't know you. I'm sorry. You have to forget that guy. Sir, little feller, who are you? My name is Dez. Somebody brought their kid to work, but that guy, who the hell can forget that hot mess? Oh, (laughs) this has been fun. Oh, God. This is why we're in radio. They would never let us do TV. We are too embarrassing. We can't even get on the live shows here. They're like, anybody. Nope, nobody can do it. Okay, good. Oh, cool. Wow. So that happened. Yeah, it did. I don't regret bringing him in here, but I get why you don't want it anymore. Thank and I you. will not do it. <laughs> Thank no you. More surprises. Never, never will also, he do it with Don Shelby. You totally peed your pants. Yeah. In excitement. You yeah. Got a little dribble on there. So. Yeah, it was fun. Wow, that turned so fast. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Oh, boy. All right. Well, um, this I is. I get why Des is your favorite. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I see it now. It she, she has the patience. And it did take this long, but mark it down. July 2023. I finally got it. <laughs> and, and I hear karma's finally come for you. You've impacted your own hearing. Yeah. So I went and did the. I went. And did the, this is the best. Oh so I went and took a hearing test, and she, the lady goes, "You crushed it." So I'm like, "Oh yes, this is awesome." And she goes, "So just look at this chart. You see how it just goes, bloop 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 drop." And I went. <laughs> I thought I nailed it. What did I what did I do wrong? She goes, Oh no. When I said nailed it, like you you can hear. So with that, by the time you're 50, you're gonna need hearing aids. What? <laughs> so, what? How is that nailing it? it how is that nail it? I didn't at all. nail anything. I'm 40 next year. So within the next 12 years, she goes, Oh, even sooner possibly. You have a loud voice. Wait. So I, I looked at she goes, I'm not even joking by like 53 inches. And I said, can I stop it? Can I avoid I any cost? Talk. And she goes, everything you're doing now, just cut in half. Yeah. And I said, so like, like what? And she goes, wait, the volume of your music. Maybe the dog's softer. Yeah. And yeah, Ugh. nothing. Well, we should have had her come in here to take a peek at our ears because they're probably going to have to give me hearing aids anytime oh, because okay. of you. No, no yeah. BS. No, oh, I have damage yeah? in my right ear and, and that's the same woman. It's it's the same place. And the funniest part is, this is the last thing I'll say because it's so stupid. So I have one ear that's better than the other. Mm-hmm. And it's the ear that I never cover with my headphone. Oh, yeah. How stupid is that? I literally, she goes, I wonder why that ear is so much better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because really? I have one covered and I don't have one covered. She goes, because you have it turned up too loud. I yeah. do. And so Uh-oh. I always have to turn it down. She goes, and she goes, thank God for Apple, because they tell you when things get too loud. Mm-hmm. Like when we were at Imagine Dragons, Ryan's Apple watch was going off like, whoa, 110 decibels. Really? Yeah. 110. But oh. we were in the mosh pit. I mean, yeah. in front of the speakers, yeah. I could feel the vibrations in my stomach. Oh, my like the Lord. Boom, boom, did you have your little earpluggy things oh, in? God, yes. Your little earpluggy things. How do you make it sound so nerdy? Evs? Your little oh. earpluggies. <laughs> your little earpluggies in? Yeah. Huh? Um, I learned one of my friends doesn't call them earplugs. She um, she kept saying, oh, I put my earpuffs in last night <laughs> so I could sleep at night. First, I didn't ask. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, got my earpuffs in deeper this time. And I'm like, what in the actual H is earpuffs? She's like, you know, the things you put in, they like puff up a little bit. I'm like earplugs yeah 
yeah, ear puffs. I'm like, no, they are earplugs. But they technically do puff they in puff. your ear. So they're ear puffs. Yeah. yeah. I, I have the custom fitted um, ear plugs right. that are, you know, built around my ear canal. So when I plug those suckers in, it's silent. So you can nice. hear a thing. Nothing. I have two different types, the the complete silent ones mm-hmm. and then ones where there's a filter. And so you can hear conversation. You can hear what's being said. It just doesn't hurt your ear. Gosh, oh. I just need to get the ones where you can't hear anything for at home when uh-huh. my kids are bugging. And then I'm like, oh, I can't hear you. Or get the noise-canceling <laughs> headphones. It sounded like she said my kids are bugging. What? Bugging. I know, but you said, listen back to it later on. You're going to be like, oh, my God. We both look at each other like, oh, oh they're bugging. Oh, I had a little right. spit in my mouth. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, people have been asking for the follow-up to uh, Lake Inferior. Now, Des, have you been briefed on how this whole story started? No. All right. So uh, back in the 1600s, Sir Duluth learned of a lake under Lake Superior. Okay. And he uh, referred to it as Lac de Inferior. And so, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's the French Lac de Inferior. They thought Infer Inferior, yeah. it's actually Hell Lake. Okay. Okay. Imagine a lake underneath Lake Superior. How terrifying is that? Think of how deep that goes. Uh Uh-huh. And there's a story of a man who um, went to explore it, and when he went down, he never came back out. And they don't know whatever happened to him. Okay. Okay. And so we're going to jump forward in time now from the uh, 1600s to the 1800s to January 6, 2013. This is uh, notes from Professor Joseph Morrow, uh, the scientific exploration of Lake Inferior. Uh, Glad to have a moment to write amidst all of our preparations. An intoxicating spirit of adventure has united this team ever since the cave system was discovered under the North Shore Theater. Cave system. As we determined this past week with several arduous dives, the caves lead to a vast underground lake. This is undoubtedly Sir Duluth's Lac de Infer. Lac de Infer. And fur. <laughs> it's getting fur in her. Yeah. And the same lake which swallowed poor William Bitter in 1870. Bitter had punched through from above. Our cave system represents a side entrance. And we are stunned to have verified what we all considered legends. An initial taxonomy of Lake Inferior includes eyeless cave fish with a pearlescent luster, a species of white crayfish, large pale water bugs, and some colorless worms. The complete lack of pigmentation indicates Lake Inferior must be millions of years old. Whoa. We are diving the freezing waters again today, but this time with McPurdy's specialized air mixes calibrated for the extreme deep. We are determined to get consistent depth readings, which proved elusive yesterday. Most readings fell in the 500-foot range. Oh, my God. Which was deeper than anyone expected. But the data shows an odd shifting of the numbers at the seafloor, possibly a dramatic thermocline we will find out tomorrow. So here's the dive plan. From the basement of the North Shore Theater, Dr. McPurdy, Dr. Oswald, and myself will spelunk 1,500 feet down through the cave system oh God. below Duluth, Whew. following the lines we installed. We will haul our scuba gear for use in the submerged tunnels. Then we have three air tanks. That's it. Okay. We will suit up and follow our dive lines through the flooded crevices, lava tubes, and the great vertical crack like a drowned cathedral. <clears throat> Finally, we will arrive at the chamber of Rose Quartz, opening 100 feet below the surface of Lake Inferior. Exiting the chamber, we will descend the remaining 400 feet to the bottom of this secret sea. McPurdy, Oswald, and I exited the chamber into the lake, our helmet lights blazing. The water was clear as gin. A school of spectral cavefish, some as big as salmon, flowed around us like a river. The fauna here are eyeless, but they detect light through their pineal gland. We descended down the wall of rock. 
along this Great Wall's ledges and sheer surfaces, white worms and white crayfish retreated from our light beams. Fixating on inner space like reverse astronauts, we got to 500 feet deep and never found the bottom. No. Our depth finders were useless. We experienced an increasingly strong downward current, almost a whirlpool effect. The suction tugged at our legs and it became harder to control our buoyancy. It's possible Lake Inferior drains into yet another underground lake beneath it. Oh my God. It is lakes all the way down. Oh! We were all suffering from the rapture of the deep when McPurdy panicked and went into convulsions. Our strenuous efforts to control him burned a lot of oxygen and his violence threatened to damage our rebreathers. We had no choice but to let the lake take him. As he was pulled into the black current, we watched his helmet light slowly spiral down. His screaming and ranting got fainter and fainter. His lights shrank to pinpoints, then disappeared altogether. Where was this bottom? It's inconceivable that there is no bottom. Oswald and I took several hours of decompression stops to ascend back to the Crystal Cavern. We were each on our third tanks and air was dangerously low. We began threading through the submerged passages. Oswald got stuck, squeezing through a restriction beneath millions of tons of rock. We had each traversed this tight space before, but this time he got wedged and soon he yielded to the terrors of claustrophobia. I tried freeing him. But silt got kicked up. Visibility went to 0%. Oh, my God. We were both panicking now. I lost my sense of direction, even lost my up and down. I could traverse the wrong passage and never emerge. Somehow, I found the dive line we'd snake through the tunnels and pulled myself from the silt cloud. He cried out, cursing me. But there was nothing I could do. Oh, my God. One of us had to make it out. I swam through the great vertical crack. I glanced back and saw a figure following me. I assumed it was Oswald and that he had freed himself. His lights were out, though, so I went to him. It wasn't Oswald. It was the 150-year-old corpse of William Bitter. You're freaking kidding me. Still clutching his dive knife. My passage through the tunnels had stirred up the currents and brought the perfectly preserved Bitter along behind me in his continued exploration of the land of the dead. His antique diving suit lacked its weight shoes and weight build. Bitter must have cut through the rubberized canvas straps in a desperate attempt to ascend. Freezing water would have rushed into his helmet. His lifeline became a death line. Trying to save himself was an act of madness. Perhaps he'd been exploring the caves when it happened, or perhaps he had died in Lake Inferior's open water and had washed in through the passages. He was free-floating through the cave system, arms outstretched in a permanent rigor mortis of the anaerobic frozen dead. I saw his face through his helmet's tiny portholes. His skin was as white as the cave fish in the cold. The fats of his epidermis had hardened into corpse wax. My bright lights illuminated the interior of his copper helmet, stimulating eyeless white crayfish that were living in his mouth. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My mind became a flooded cathedral of its own. Hyperventilating, I swam away as fast as I could, but he only followed, pulled along by my wake. No. I'm not sure how I got away from him or if I really did. I carry him with me in the lake inferior of my skull. I am told I surfaced with only six breaths left in my tanks. Do not attempt to recover the bodies. Seal the entrance. Collapse the caves. Nuke them if you have to. Forget this place ever existed. I'm going to try to forget for the rest of my life at the bottom of a bottle of gin my own private hell lake that is as cold as the devil. I have goosebumps. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that the last time anybody's tried to go down there? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess closure for the Bitter family, but still, that's pretty <laughs> <laughs> like, 
least, at least you have that, but still. Oh, I don't know. I think I almost would rather not. I don't know. That's so frightening. And then the freaking, the, the what was mouth. it, crayfish? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and then I love the one who's like, you son of a, sorry. Now, there are some people who say that this story is completely made up and that it's not true at all. But does it really matter? Is that not the best scary movie? Yes, I you, want them to make it. Why ASAP. don't they make this? This Whoa. is amazing. Imagine that scene in the movie where he's being tailed by something yes. he thinks is the guy he just abandoned, <sighs> mm-hmm. and it's bitter. Yeah. Oh my and and God. think of the suit he was wearing in the 1800s. Oh. You know, remember how heavy they were—the copper yes. spun helmets and whatnot. Yep. Yep. Oh, I don't feel good. The idea of a lake under Lake Superior, though. And, and, and then, then more another lakes. One. Holy. And the whirlpool. That is just freaking terrifying. Yeah, and what don't else? go down with groups because it sounds like they're just going to let you go. A lot of them. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. See, whirlpool. and I've always thought there's kind of like a weird energy in the Duluth area. Mm-hmm. It's Hell Lake. Yeah. That's the weird energy. Oh, God. Yep. That, thank you for sharing that. Go. Yes. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> the fun music we have now. <laughs> Chris Godez and Ryan, Chris Godez and Ryan, Chris Godez and Ryan, the After Hours Podcast. So hot. Oh my God, it's so bad. (laughs) And you need your home to be cool. Now, don't wait until something happens. Have our friends at Apollo Heating and Air come out right now and make sure everything is running okay so your home can be nice and cool and comfortable and the place to escape from this like 100 degree weather. I mean, think about it. Maybe you need a tune-up and you can get it done before this just heat keeps hitting us and hitting us. It's not like summer's over after Thursday when it's still hot. It's still going to be warm for a good amount of time. You could get that $59 tune-up or maybe... You're like this. You uh-huh. need to replace. It's okay. Apollo is the place as low as 59 bucks a month for a new AC. Yeah, they are going to take care of you like they're taking care of me. You've got an entire home comfort system through Apollo a couple Ye- of years back, too. They are the best. They are. So go to callapollo.com. Get it all set up. It's callapollo.com. You've been listening to Crisco, Des, and Ryan. After Hours. Hey, it's Crisco, and do you want a real easy way to win money? How about with prize picks? I have been winning money up $180 since the last time I told you about it because prize picks is so easy and simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry within 60 seconds, and I'm on my way to waiting till the games are over, and then I cash in my money with prize picks. And the best part is, prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday each Tuesday. Prize Picks also gives discounts on select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And right now, go to prizepicks.com slash CDR and use code CDR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's $100 in your pocket going to prizepicks.com slash CDR using code CDR for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. With prize picks, you can pick more or pick less. It's that easy. Do you want an easy way to win money? Well, prize picks is it. And with basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made and receptions caught. I've won probably six, $700 in the last couple weeks just off of my picks on prize picks. And prize picks even offers 
a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. It's really simple to play. I can make my picks like I do every single day. I literally play every day and submit my entry within less than 60 seconds. Go to prizepicks.com slash CDR and use code CDR for the first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CDR and use code CDR for a first deposit match up to $100. Think about that. You put in $100, you're getting your money matched and you can start playing with that on prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. When life gives you melons, you might just be dyslexic. No? Hey, took a minute. Took fish a minute. I was like, God, I thought that was funny. Bitch goes, mm-hmm. oh, there it is. Thank you. Stay in food.